Do as I say, not as I do. I'm sure that you've heard that phrase before from your parents or some authority figure in your life that was trying to impart some bit of wisdom or discipline your way. But um, maybe at some point you said, well, you're telling me to do this and I've seen you do that. And their defense is do as I say, not as I do. Which doesn't make a whole hell of a lot of sense because as a, now I'm not a parent, but I would assume that as a parent, you are aware of the fact that you're being watched and not even as a parent, just as a human being, if you're going to be a certain way, I'm going to take, I'm taking a quote from American pimp. If you're going to be a certain way, if you're going to say you're a certain way, you have to be consistently that way because that's how you get judged. Now, naturally, as a conscious person, as an awake person, as a spiritual person, judgment is something you want to remove from your habits and from your life and from your way of being. But I think that instead of using the word judgment, that should be replaced with um, remembered are viewed, if you're going to say you're a certain way or present yourself a certain way, you have to be consistently that way because that's how you will be perceived or viewed or remembered. So if you're going to say, I'm there for you, I'm your friend, or yes, I'm efficient and I am um, I'm conscientious and I'm consistent but your actions show you to be just the opposite, then that's all people have to go on. It's important to be a person of your word. Your word should be your bond. And you want to be the type of person that people can rely on. I would assume, I would hope, at least for me, I kind of pride myself in being someone of my word. And when I say I'm going to do something, if I say I'm going to show up at three o'clock, I'm going to show up at three o'clock or a few minutes before. No ifs, ands, or buts, no excuses, nothing. And if that's not the case, something comes up, then I have a reasonable explanation why. Because to me, uh, consistency and um, consistency is important. And reliability is important in my world. And it means so much, especially in relationships, in romantic relationships. A lot of times, I know as a woman, uh, finding someone that you can depend on, uh, finding or being with a man that says he's going to do something and does it means a lot. It carries a lot of weight to find someone who says they're going to do something and they actually do it. And it's rare. You know, it's easy to get caught up in the daily grind and other things that are going on in life. But if you take time to say you're going to do something and you follow up on it and you do it, and if you can't do it, you come up with a reasonable explanation why that carries so, so much weight with me. Especially if you volunteer to do something, 
And I think to have a, a relationship that is built on, on balance and mutual trust and mutual respect, you know, I want to get out of the, uh, out of the pattern, the dysfunctional pattern of nagging and pushing and doing things like that because one of my mantras is that it's not what about it's not about what I can make you do. It's about what it is what is in your soul to do. If you're a person of your word and if we have a mutual respect and care for each other and you say you're going to do something you do it because you want to, and it's in your soul to be that kind of person to do that. Not because I'm standing over you and yelling in your ear or, you know, like a chihuahua, yapping at you constantly. And, you know, I like things just to take their course and just to be natural. And if it's not in your nature to be a person of your word, it doesn't mean you're a bad person. It just means that you've placed yourself, put yourself in a different place in the circle. And you'll hear me speak a lot about the circle, the circle of friendship, the circle of trust, like on uh, Meet the Parents. There's a circle of trust. And your behavior, a person's behavior and actions can place them in different parts of the circle at different times in their life. And one of the things I, I'm, I'm getting is to talk about the tree of life. The tree of life is a symbol of eternal life, a symbol of <coughs> nurturing food, water, life, everything, the circle of life, the cycle of life. And... To get into entertainment quotes again, if you follow any of the Medea plays, one of them, I believe it's Medea goes to jail. She sits down and she talks about how people will be in your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. And she said that people who come in and out of your life are just like trees. Sometimes you know, you, you have, you know, little branches or twigs or whatever, and they just, they just, leaves, or rather, I think it's the, the leaves, they just blow away in the wind, they come and go, they're in, they're out, hello, goodbye, and then you have branches, and uh, they can fool you because you can step out on them thinking that they're solid, and then they break, and, um, yeah, those those are the type of friends, like, if something comes up in your life that's a crisis or anything, anything that can be perceived as negative or challenging, and then you rely on those friends to show up for you when they don't. And again, it's not a bad thing. It's not about judging and it's not about cutting people off or anything like that. It's just about accepting people for who and what they are and deciding what you're going to put up with and what you're not going to put up with. And then that third kind of friend is like the roots of a tree. Someone that you can, that will stand with you, that you can depend on, and they're likely going to be around for a long time. And they offer you nourishment, they offer you life, they manifest 
good things and positive things and they manifest food for your life, food for thought, food for your life. And these are the people that aren't going anywhere. And that's just how it is. So when you talk about friendship, relationships, any kind of interpersonal interaction, and the circle of trust or the circle of friends, and you think about the target emblem, how the circles, there's outer circle, and then one inside that and one inside that, and then the very, very inner one that's a little more solid rather than a ring that goes around. That solid sphere in the middle is where your core, core group is. Those are the ones who will pray with you, cry with you, show up when they show up when you ask them to and show up when you don't even ask them to. Those are the ones that belong in that inner, inner circle. Then the one out, ones outside is kind of 50-50. They're kind of in between being in the inner circle and being out. It just, not, just depends on how far out. They're not all the way out, but I think you get my drift. Then the outer, outer are the ones that you go, okay, so-and-so is cool, but they don't know all of my business and they don't need to know all of my business. Those are the ones that are just cool to party with and hang with and maybe go shopping with and just spend time with on a superficial level. But when it gets down to the nitty gritty, you don't want them to be all up in your life like that because they're not that type of person. And throughout your life, people based on their actions can place themselves at any point in this circle of trust or circle of friendship. And it's up to you to decide what you're going to put up with and what you're not going to put up with. For example, when um, one of my beloved pets passed away, there were people who showed up for me that I didn't expect to show up for me who were in that very outer part of my circle. And not to say that I'm just this grand, you know, queen of all I survey and then you've earned this and you've earned that, but I, I have no better way to put it but then to say that they've earned their way back in my inner circle because it was just unexpected the way it came about. And there were people who I thought were in my inner circle that didn't say anything, didn't do anything, didn't offer any support and earned themselves a place on the outer circle. It's like, okay, this person didn't show up for me. And so this is where they go doesn't mean they're a bad person, doesn't mean that you cut them out of your life because everyone deserves and needs friendship and human interaction on some level. Everyone needs that. Everybody needs that. Even people who say they don't need that need it because they need somebody to say that to. Oh, I don't need anyone. Well, you know, they're, well, they're going to say that to the wall. All Even people you know who are like that. Have somebody, even if it's just one other person that's just like them. And, and then there are other group that, you know, invites them out only every once in a while and doesn't really want to, but they do it because they need a little spice in the group. You know how that goes. You got to have one person that's going to spark conversation or somebody to talk about when they walk away or whatever. You know, that's how it goes sometimes. But it's just a matter of what part of the circle they need to be in, what you're going to put up with and what you're not going to put up with. You know, I talked before about showing up and people show up in different ways. And 
because someone expresses love or affection or grief or sympathy or whatever you're needing at the time in a way different than what you would like doesn't mean that they're incapable of expressing any of those things. It just means that everybody has their way of expressing that. And that's their way. There's nothing wrong with it. That's just their way. And if their way matches up with what you need, fine. If it doesn't, that's fine too. Everyone can't think and act alike. But if someone is, sh is showing up for you in a way that's detrimental or in a way that makes you feel less than, then you need to reevaluate that. Think about what this, it's a lesson. Everything's a lesson. Think about what that could mean for you because it's never just about you. It's never just about you because other people are going through things too. And it may be just about what they're going through at the time. There are some people out there who just get caught up in their own thing. And when they're going through their own stuff, they can't really give to other people. That That's possible too. You know, it's the, today's society is, is so fixed in absolutes. And I think that's because of the internet. It's so easy when someone doesn't do things our way to just say, I have, I hereby unfriend you. Like, it's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. You know, you have to talk to people. You have to give people the benefit of the doubt. You have to look at people. You have to look at people, look at people's situations with a different set of eyes and be objective. So it's not just about you. It's not just about them not showing up because of something you did or didn't do. You got to think about what they could be going through at the moment. So it usually people's actions are more about them than they are about you. So try not to take it personally. Everybody has to go through their stuff. Everybody has their own lives to lead. And you know what you need. You know what you need. And if someone else isn't giving it to you, then give it to yourself. Lead your life in a way that's fulfilling for you. Don't wait for other people to make you happy. Make yourself happy. You're not, your friends aren't showing up the way you want them to show up. You're feeling victimized. You're feeling singled out. Take a staycation. Go to the beach. Go to the library. Do something that makes you happy to get your mind off of it. Because nine times out of ten, it's not about pick on you day or it's not about the world against you. See the lesson in it. Take the blessing out of it. And take the time to nurture yourself and do for yourself.